You're listening to Creating the Perfect Experience, a podcast all about events, featuring conversations with creative professionals at the top of their game. We're sharing hot takes, tips, and tricks for designing and producing memorable moments for commercial, nonprofit, and media organizations. Here's your host, Mark Testa, founder and creative director of Mark Steven Agency. Welcome to the podcast, Creating the Perfect Experience. The time of this recording, we're closing out 2022 and planning for 2023. I thought it would be a great time to do a solo cast, looking at uh, event strategy, what worked, what didn't work, seeing how we can progress into the new year and start making some better decisions, as well as kind of advising our clients the best way to proceed. As you know, event marketing is part of the marketing mix, such as PR, advertising, promotion, social media. But the big question is, is it right for you and your clients? We came off the pandemic in 2020, 2021. Everybody wanted to do events. So there was this huge rush to let's get something in, in action. Let's figure out what we can do and make it happen because everybody wants to get back and get with their clients, get their product out, build some buzz. But a few things happened. Some of the companies miscalculated lead times. We're using this as an example of things that actually happened to us. You know, we went down the road and we thought we can do it. Clients thought they can do it. But as you know, in, in our previous uh, podcast, time is always an issue. Creating some of these events takes up at least two months lead time, larger projects, much larger lead times. The other thing they miscalculated was the true financial outlay. Clients may have been holding on for sponsor dollars or trying to figure out financing of the project. So we advised them along the way and was trying to figure out what are the budgets? So we take a tremendous amount of time setting up budgets. What I think should happen is we have to look at these events, realize how much they cost, and actually be able to figure out how to fund them with or without sponsors. Because the sponsors may not come in or you may not get the sponsor dollars that you're looking for. So you may have to scale the project down a bit. So we did notice that some projects were moving very fast, but not all the finances were in place to actually execute them correctly. The other thing we noticed in 2022, staffing and vendor availability was limited. A lot of people had left the industry or builders and such had moved on to other projects, or there were so many projects happening in 2022 that people were committed early. So we were finding uh, getting staff was a little more challenging than usual. Once again, a lot of this can be uh, managed if you know you're doing your project far enough in advance, so you can actually budget people and resources accordingly. One of the things to keep in mind uh, when building your projects, it's really never too early to plan. 2024 is not that far away. You're looking at a 12-month cycle, depending on the scale of your project. Most of your projects should be in production. The earliest would be March of 2023 or even May so I would stay away from any projects that come up in January, February that weren't in production or committed to at least two months prior. Some of the things to keep in mind, time is key. It really is probably the number one thing we can say. Once you get that, you got to really look at the realistic budget, factor in all the things that could happen. For example, going back to 2022, you know, supply chain was a big issue where everything that we were so used to paying for, if it's wood or scenic material, actually cost more than it had in the past. Also, looking at your sponsor dollars, how far are you away from closing those sponsorship deals? 
can you actually fund this project if you did not have sponsors? It may not be the project that you had imagined, but I think if you were to scale your project accordingly based on the funds that you actually have available at the time of production, you'd be in a much better place. You then can scale up if you get additional dollars. It's always a lot easier though, you know, if you're a recurring event and you've done this before, you have a lot of the resources, you have a lot of the history already there. So if you're doing a recurring project that you did last year and the year before, those are actually a lot easier to project to see if they're feasible. It's when you're trying to do these new projects is when things get a little tough. You should always lean on your users to kind of figure out, can this be done successfully? You should also ask yourself, what does success look like? Are you trying to do it for PR? Are you trying to do it for awareness? Are you trying to get lots of people in the door? Are you trying to charge for the event? You know, what's important? And how can you promote the project? If you're trying to get a lot of people through the door, you better start promoting early for social media or advertising. If you're not trying to necessarily get tons of people, but PR, do you have a PR campaign in place? a PR agency that can help you uh, make sure that this event is actually covered by the press and you get that success that you're looking for. Other things to keep in mind when trying to generate revenue, can you charge your guests? Are you, are you relying on sponsor fees? Are you trying to do it independently, kind of a standalone event, which is a little harder than actually tagging in with another of larger programs? For example, if you look at timing and planning your projects for the new year, what's the ideal time to host the project? What's the season? You know, depending on your project, if it's a fashion week, you definitely would try to stay, particularly in New York, February or September, when a lot of the attendees are already there attending other events and other projects. You can tag along with that. We were recently at Art Basel in Miami. There were so many other events tagged on with that. So just by default, the audience was already there. People are going to go from event to event. That would just also help build the success. If they had done it by themselves, they probably wouldn't even gotten a, a fraction of who was already there. Also, look at some of the external events. We can't control everything. We can't control what happens in the world. It affects how our attendees act. It affects where the finances are coming from. You should be aware of current events. What does the future look like? I wouldn't overthink it. But you should at least see, well, what's happening, what's moving forward, what are some of the things that could have affect us and, and the execution of this program? Social factors, are we sending the right message? If it's like the financial crisis, I remember having to pull back on some of the projects because it was sending the wrong message while people were losing their jobs. So you didn't want to do this extravagant event or holiday party when it just didn't seem appropriate. Nobody could have predicted COVID, but I do remember early on we were looking at doing a series of projects and nobody took it as serious as we should have. And we kept moving forward because nobody really wants to cancel it while you put so much work into it. But you really need to start thinking about you know, different factors. Events are still the best way to build brand loyalty. Looking at the year, figuring out what you're trying to accomplish, as well as timing and budgets are all key. Events take a lot of resources. You've got money, you've got staff, you've got time understand those resources, calculate accordingly, make sure that they're all in alignment. You may say, hey, this is not the appropriate time, or maybe I should hold off until we lock in some sponsor dollars. 
if you're looking to build some bigger program or a recurring event, if it's conference or a festival type thing, a lot of times clients have actually done smaller projects to build awareness to kind of start the program and then use that smaller event to actually sell the next year. If you're a small company, you may want to think about maybe it's a couple hundred people doing a smaller event, building awareness, figure out ways to fund it internally or a smaller group of sponsors, get some videos, get social media and all of that to build for the next year, which then becomes your strategy to build into 2024, 2025, and just kind of keep building from there. And actually, right after that, you know, try to lock in some additional sponsor dollars early on, which could be your strategy and make for more of a recurring project. Look at all the factors. Is this right for us? Do I have the correct things in place? And, and it's okay. Maybe you decide PR may be the better way to go, advertising or social media, and then really build from there and plan accordingly. So hope this is helpful moving into the new year. It's never too early to start planning and always looking to make the best program possible. I wish everybody the best of success moving forward. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to Creating the Perfect Experience. To get in touch and learn more, visit markstevenagency.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, let us know by leaving us a review or posting about us on social media. We love to see it. Until next time.